0: Hey everyone, this is Craig Horlbeck from the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Join me, Danny Heifetz, and Danny Kelly every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to help you win your draft, win your league, and most importantly, avoid that last place punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify.
1: It's the ringers Philly special presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel America's number one sports book right now. You can check out the new and improved parlay hub filter by odds, sport and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same game parlays all in one page. Plus start betting on the explore page and the pulse and bet live same game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash
2: RG. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like...
3: The dogs run fast. i it's, it's truly a Philly thing here.
1: Whoa. Welcome to the Ringer's Philly special. Shiel Kapadia joined by Ben Solak and ace producer Cliff Augustine Eagles with a big boy professional. We're a good team and we don't have time for your nonsense. You little teams trying to win like eight games this year. We don't have time for you. We're just going to take care of business. 25-11 25 11 against a classic the Classic Eagles of a win.
0: Everyone knows that sort of a win. You've heard your father yeah. talk about that sort of win all the time. Yeah,
1: it's a classic. There are like five categories, and that's one of them. They win 25 11, 3 0, one of three 3 and 0 teams in the entire NFL, one of two 3 and 0 teams in the NFC, along with the San Francisco 49ers. Benny Souls has to be feeling good about this victory.
0: Yeah, and I think. You you feel better. It's better performance than they had the first two weeks. And you also are like, "Hey, like well, there's also still stuff going on." You know what I'm saying? There's also You ways still to, get to, to
1: complain. Yeah, That's kind of a win for an Eagles on. fan.
0: Um, but this definitely looked more familiar. Watching that last drive, man. 9, nine minutes 22 seconds left. It's <laughs> not really a, like a close game. You're not super worried about it, but if you do have to punt the ball away after a three and out with 8:30 left, you're kind of like, "All right. We have to sweat this. Come on." And the Eagles just walk it down the field and how familiar did that look? From last season, right, with the way that they were just able to control clock, control the line of scrimmage. Uh, There are flashes of last year's team. Like I said, it's not fully there yet, but there are flashes. They're they're more frequent, they're more bright, which is nice to see.
1: Whenever this era is over, Eagles fans are in for a rude awakening because I, I thought the same thing. It's like if anybody sat down and watched all the football on Sunday... Like, teams don't do this where you just, all right, nine minutes left in the game. Okay, we'll just hold the ball so that, you know, no one's sweating at the end of this game and the opponent's not even going to get the ball back. So, uh, yeah, my big takeaway here, uh, Benny Souls, is just that, like, this was a reminder that there is a sizable gap between the Eagles and, like, the cute little trying to be competitive teams. I mean, this was not a competitive game. They outgained them uh the Bucks 404 to 99. At mm-hmm. one point it was 22 first downs to 7 Eagles end with like you said, it didn't even feel like they did not play a perfect game and we'll, we'll nitpick on the stuff as we normally do. Yet they have 472 yards and 27 first downs and they allow 174 yards and 12 first downs. So it's like they weren't perfect they made mistakes. There are things they can absolutely uh, improve on here, yet they a- it just completely dominated the game pretty much from start to finish. There were some hiccups early first quarter. It was, what, 13-3 at halftime. Once they scored that touchdown, I thought that was a great drive coming out of half. 75-yard drive, 20-3. to The game was never in question after that.
0: Yeah, 55% success rate on runs in this game. Uh, very similar to the Minnesota game in terms of uh, how quickly and easily and freely the Eagles offensive coach staff said listen if you want to line up like this we're just gonna hand the football off like if you're sure that this is what you want to do and there were so many uh, nice chunk runs big DeAndre Swift game again certainly but so many runs where Swift just get like they're in gun they have like one tight end out there and it's a the little six-man box and they say all right like we just think we're gonna win this matchup and they just stick the ball in Swift's belly no read option this option option that like they had that that fourth and two on the first drive where they go for an option run and the 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 Bucks can stack the box and whatever. No, it's just we go spread and we count numbers. And if we like our numbers, we're just going to stick the ball in Swift's belly. We'll put an option on it sometimes. Sometimes we won't, and we just expect him to go get upfield and just go go hit hit an interior gap going vertical. Uh uh, a hallmark game. I thought for Cam Juergens, at right guard. I thought he played extremely well. Uh, the concern about Juergens coming in was the lack of size. Uh, the big Bucks defensive line that he was really successful against, right? Logan Hall, Greg Gaines played very well in that regard. Kelsey's still excellent, but I thought uh, Brian Johnson, this was my favorite game that he's called in terms of just saying, hey, hmm. you know, we're, if you're going to give it to us, we're just going to run the football. We're just going to take it. And then once Carlton Davis doesn't play this game questionable with a toe injury, Jamil Jamil Dean out multiple times uh, with injuries, eventually ruled out for this game. Once it's D Delaney and, and, and Zion McCollum out there. We should run hitches. I mean, we're just going to, they're, they're so scared of us down the field. We're just going to turn around at five yards and ask AJ Brown, Devontae to Bruce after the catch. They kept it simple, stupid. And that's why they had the best offensive performance I think they've had uh, so far this year.
1: Yeah, that's really been, been their uh, calling card for two years to varying degrees is don't overthink it. Keep it simple. Our guys are probably going to be better than your guys. Uh, so let, let's go ahead and, uh, like you said, keep it simple. 472 yards, more than all but two games last year. Vikings game and Packers game, they had more than that 27 first downs tied for the most they had, uh the second most they've had since the start of last season. Let's talk about that run game because I mean, DeAndre Swift has looked incredible the last 2 weeks and obviously it starts with the scheme and the blocking and Hurts being a run threat and all that the team runs for 201. Uh DeAndre Swift goes 16 for 130. He now has 45 carries for 308 yards this season. You mentioned the success rate. He has been successful on 67% of his runs, which that's unheard of. Like backs do not get anywhere close to like over 50%. And he's been successful on 67% of his runs. What I really like, and we saw more of it today, is how much of a home run hitter he is, and specifically compared to Kenny Gainwell. I mean, DeAndre Swift has three runs of 20 plus yards in an Eagles uniform Kenny Gainwell has one run of 20 plus yards in an Eagles uniform Kenny Gainwell has been on the team for three seasons that's in 183 carries for Gainwell that's in 45 carries and you saw it yeah. today I mean nice second effort just when he gets it you know the hurdle uh in the open field whether necessary or not entertain me so uh I enjoy I'm watching absolutely it necessary
0: uh, there was only one way around that guy and it was up I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about
1: it was fantastic. I mean, he looks, um, you know, better than anyone, even the biggest DeAndre Swift fan uh, could have hoped here. What what are you seeing from yeah. him here the last couple of weeks and specifically tonight?
0: Right. My line on Gainwell for all of the off seasons. everybody who listened uh, knows was like, well, they really trust him. Like This is the back they trust. They showed it with how they played him over Sanders, pass protection, third down, whatever. They play him in the, in the red zone. They trust Gainwell. And so DeAndre Swift has the incredible Vikings game in week two. We're walking into week three. People are asking, how do you think this backfield's going to go? I said, well, you know, I think they're definitely going to get both guys involved. Like Swift, obviously, incredible game, but they trust Gainwell. Right, so are you going to rail
1: right? on the fantasy community here? Because you know, I love that. For those who don't listen to Extra Point Taken on the Ringer NFL feed. Well, don't you said Like, no,
0: no, nobody, <laughs> not even the biggest Swift fan of their wildest dreams could have thought this would happen. No, trust me. There are Swift <laughs> believers in the fantasy community who are like, yeah, of course he has 300 yards in two weeks. Like, this is his level of talent. Regardless, don't drag me into that.
1: God, I now love it. Now we that. are
0: here after week three. And <laughs> like, why was Gainwell in on the fourth and two run that they got stuffed on? Because the Eagles staff. Trust him a little bit more. He was in on the, on the, the salting the game away drive quite a bit. Why the Eagles staff trust him more? But we're,
1: the thing about trust is that, that it's, made, that, it's was yeah. that was put Swift on ice. That was put Swift on ice. So we yeah. don't need him here. Like, he's he's our guy I for think the long haul.
0: Right. I think that obviously Swift is the more dynamic ball carrier. And so for every single game that Swift pays off his carries with immediately hitting the hole, making a player miss, finishing a run tough, uh, generating explosive play. He gains trust on the new coaching staff. And so Swift is absolutely eating into Gainwell's targets or eating into Gainwell's snaps, eating into his, his handoffs, eating into his targets. I don't think Gainwell's going away. I think the Eagles right now don't view it as like a Swift's our guy. They view it as like, oh, wow, we've got two guys. But it's clear who the more dynamic one is. And for as long as Swift avoids fumbles, problem of his in Detroit, avoids injuries, problem of his in Detroit. Uh, and, and, and you know, hesitancy and, and and bad running behind the line, problem of his in Detroit they're going to continue to feed the beast until he gives them a reason not to.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny when you just look at the stats for all the backs they've had in this offense the last two years. Like last year, you know, we would watch Miles Sanders and be like, okay, you know, he had a good game here. Uh, he was pretty good here, but we, you're never like over the moon. Like, oh, you know, I don't think anyone, yeah. at least in, on this podcast, is making the argument, you know, he's like a top five back or anything like that. Yet there was a statistical case that he absolutely uh, was a premier back in the NFL. And then you look at Gainwell's efficiency. It's like, wow, Gainwell's been one of the most efficient running backs in the NFL on a small sample of touches the last uh, couple of years. Well, is that Gainwell or is that everything else? And now I just feel like Swift isn't even, you know, one of the 10 most talented backs uh, in the yeah. NFL. But I think he's more talented than those guys. And now it's like, whoa, oh, my gosh, he's just hitting the what? hole and he's making a and guy miss. Thing, and like, all of a sudden, Swift, yeah,
0: like the thing that Swift's doing is just going where he's supposed to go, right? Like, it's not like he's like...
1: But that was a concern. But that has been a concern in the past. Yeah. So
0: A, like, that's a big thing for Swift. That's good news. And B, when he goes where he's supposed to go, he does it moving faster, more explosively with a bigger frame (laughs) and a tougher frame to bring down than Sanders did and then Gainwell can and so on and so forth. And so that's the thing with Swift is right now, like, you want to continue giving him the football because you want to continue building the confidence and you want to keep on reinforcing the eyes. Be like, if you keep doing this, it's just always going to be there. Like, just follow 88, follow 89. Jack Stoll. Jack Stoll's so good, dude. Jack Stoll's it's it's, it's <laughs> a six offensive line. What? I believe game! Jack Stoll's Stoll 10 minutes in. Jack Stoll's so good. Stoll's, had, Stoll's last two Did weeks he? have been excellent. And I love the fact that they got him two targets in this game. Just to be like, you're doing great, sweetie. We're so proud of you. Here's a catch. <laughs> awesome work, buddy. But he's like, Stoll, like, just follow 88, follow 51, follow 62, follow 88. Like they're going to get you home. I think that
1: that that's the right way to build around Swift right now. There you go. That's the, uh, that's the run game. Yeah. I mean, it's just something they can lean on that. Again, most teams do not have this in their back where they can say, Hey, should we just run out the clock here? Something else isn't working. Should we just run the ball? And the Eagles have been able to do that, uh, time and again here early in the season. Like you mentioned, their success rate this week, their, their last two weeks league wide are the best success rate for any team in a game and the fourth best success rate for any team in a game so far this season. They have two of the two of the top 4 uh just in the past two weeks. So that running game is really really working and this Bucks front a lot better than that Vikings front. Like they've got legit players up there. They've yeah. got legit linebackers uh and they were still able to do that to Tampa. So that's a great sign and they'll face another test um you know against Washington next week with all those defensive linemen that they've got there. Obviously Washington gave them some trouble uh last year all right jalen hurts 23 for 37 277 yards one touchdown two interceptions the one interception looked like a miscommunication with deandre swift he was getting pressure from his right side the second one he was like i'm gonna throw it up there that was a great play by d delaney give, give yeah. d delaney credit that was a that how was many a times has he just like chucked
0: out there Devonte smith and the game ends with uh, the right. plans with six points for the eagles you can't you can't, Correct. You can't take
1: too much. Yeah, I don't, I don't really crush him for either of those. Uh, it still feels a little like I looked at the numbers and was like, oh, okay. The numbers are pretty good to me watching. It still feels a little unsettled and still lacking a little bit of a rhythm. Although I would definitely say, uh, a step up from the first two weeks of the season. How did you feel about Hertz? How did you feel about the passing game?
0: Yeah. The, uh, the first couple of drives uh the uh, uh first couple of sequences drop back passes not super great right i think that you are worried that you're going to get another hertz performance like you've had so far this season uh some inaccuracy some freak out against the blitz some bad plays outside of the pocket whatever and then he has that drive where he he hangs in tight hits aj brown deep down the field while getting rocked and then that that throw to ilamide is a keyest man i mean get out of dodge like to sit in the pocket and not break it is an improvement for Jalen Hurts over the course of two years. Like in 2021, he's 100% leaving. To then see Zakias working late across the middle of the field and decide, all right, I'm going to throw this like high. I'm going to throw this to his, his upfield shoulder to a spot and pull him away from Jamel Dean. And to do that when like the internal clock in your head is screaming, like, you've been here for three seconds. Someone's coming to kill you. Like you can't <laughs> be here for this long. I mean, those are, those are some stone-cold players in the pocket. Those are extremely impressive plays when you consider what Hurts has been good at and what he's what he struggled at over the course of his career. And I feel like that kind of woke things up for him a little bit. He was extremely efficient with the ball after that. Like I said, a lot of just isolation routes, deep comeback, shallow curls, whatever it, it was to uh, uh, to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, finding a way to just, all right, we're going to distribute to the outside and let these guys continue to work. Uh, the, trust in A.J. was nice, right? Big A.J. game. It's nice to be reminded of what it looks like when he dominates. Hurts settled in. I, I, this game would have been his 14th best game last season, but he settled in and he felt more familiar.
1: Yeah, it was definitely better than his first two games. You mentioned it. That drive, I thought, was uh, really impressive in the second quarter where... Uh, that t- I mean, that touchdown pass, I'm trying to think of like throws he's had where he's demonstrated that that level of touch is impressive. That's not like a go ball down the sideline. Like, like when they do the freeze frame of where Zacchaeus is when he's getting ready to throw yeah. that ball. You're like, where, where is he going with that ball? And it goes right above uh, the outstretched hands of Jamel Dean. So that, that was absolutely uh, a fantastic play where I was like, okay, uh, now he's getting going here. So uh, I'm with you. Pretty good day. Oh, Good day. He actually, I, lo- I was watching or listening to Sirianni's press conference uh, last week and I, I forget what he made. I forget. I think the question was about a sack or something. And he was like, "Just so you guys know, the sacks aren't always on the quarterback or the offensive line or the back." He's like, "Just to give you an example." And I'm not going to say his name, but you know, we had a guy who didn't run his shallow uh, at the speed he was supposed to to kind of pull off a it. So then that clouded the picture for Jalen. He held onto the ball yeah, and yeah. took a sack. And I watched the play, and that was Alameda Zacchaeus, who was I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, keep put file that one away." But then uh, Zacchaeus comes back. In this game, playing for an injured Quez Watkins, and yeah, has a couple big catches, uh, including the touchdown catch. So bounce back, I guess. Got to believe in your guys. I didn't think 15 minutes in, we'd be talking about a bounce back Olamide Zacchaeus. You don't don't know me.
0: You don't know me? You don't know my takes on the 2018 Virginia offense? You don't know my takes about St. Joe's prep? You don't know about my takes about Quez Watkins not getting his job back? Olamide Zaccheaus, baby. That's my boy.
1: All right, let's take a little break. When we come back, I don't think we're going to be talking more about Zacchaeus, but we'll get to some other stuff from this game.
0: Get ready to start the NFL week off right, because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday Night Football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's Thursday Night Football game between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers, and you'll get bonus bets back if you win right now, looking at Thursday Night Football, we have uh, no props available just yet. I do like the Lions, who are favorites in Lambeau, to cover, and I think that you're going to see a lot of production out of Sam Laporte, a lot of production out of Jameer Gibbs. I'm curious to see what those lines are. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the most popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash RingerPhilly so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the nfl must be 21 plus and present in select states refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt max refund five dollars unless otherwise specified restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fandle.com
3: this episode is brought to you by hotels.com if you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids games it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel we're all over the place sometimes you know we're in florida we'll be in new york you want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.
2: This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. abc pants are really in a league of their own buy a pair right now at lululemon.com all right
1: we are back on the ringers Billy special i've been trying to pull up some hertz numbers here that from my advanced nerd stats but they're not loading properly have so you I'll looked get at the those.
0: Uh, you look at success rate
1: uh yeah i'm trying to look at it compared to his right. like so other as she up.
0: Uh, Previous two games, Jalen Hurts had a success rate of thirty four percent and twenty six percent. Two of the worst games we've seen from quarterbacks this season. Hurts, the worst starting quarterback in the league by success rate. This game, forty five percent, still remarkably below where he was last. Or not remarkably, still below where he was last season. But again, so much more familiar, uh, so much more uh, standard to what we we saw from the Eagles uh, in games past. You just uh, uh, you this this looked like it was supposed to look. It didn't look perfect. Bucks are a good defense, but it looked like it was supposed to look.
1: Yeah, I'm looking up uh, here. It's actually almost his exact, if you took Jalen Hurts' Minshew's in this too, all right. if you took the average quarterback start from the start of last season uh, through the first three games of this season, it was basically this game. Like you said, 44% success rate. The average for the Eagle starters has been uh, 44.6%. So uh, yeah, definitely a step up. From his previous two, which were way below, they would have been the 20th best start and the 18th best start by an Eagles quarterback over the last two seasons. And this one uh, is up there at eighth. So there you go. Anything else with the offense here, Land- uh, Landon Dickerson gets um, injured uh, after like a huge block he-, he had there as a puller. I, I don't know if yeah. that was a concussion testing for concussion or what, but he got injured as a
0: knee contusion. I think he got the, he got either a helmet or shoulder pad. I can't remember just on his thigh. And that can just hurt like a son of a gun. Uh, and so, uh, I I can't remember if he went back on the field or not. He was He was questionable to return. I think Sue played out the rest of the game. I'd be surprised if, if Dickerson misses next week.
1: Yeah. He's, he's had stuff like this where he leaves for a little and comes back or leaves and then, uh, comes back the next week. Uh, AJ Brown, by the way, can just, can we, just do that every game. First possession, two targets go to A.J. Brown. Don't care what the coverage is. Don't care what J. the J. passing is. A.J. Brown first catch, uh,
0: by the way, on FanDuel, or not first catch, but drive uh, <laughs> catch on the first drive was plus 137. So we had a good night.
1: Oh, that's a nice one. See, I got to look that up for our extra point taking stuff. I felt so confident that that was going to happen uh, tonight. He's just more invested. Now, then there was this, it felt like a big stretch in the middle of the game where he wasn't getting the ball. But I just like the idea of getting him the ball early, avoid any type of situation on the sideline. Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, those guys are more uh, low maintenance. They're not going to complain. They'll know their stuff is coming. Uh, AJ Brown, just get him involved early because it does affect him. It absolutely affects him on film when there's a game where he's not getting the ball and you just look at kind of, you know, the way he's playing, uh, effort level when the ball's not coming his way. It's different in a game where he's invested in and a game he's not invested in. So uh, like you said, that was very predictable, but I'm glad that they did that.
0: Can I uh, mm. I have one more note on the offense? That yeah, what do you I'm got? Legitimately shocking. We've barely talked about this over the course of our time doing this. The, the tush push, okay? The cheek sneak. The little uh, butt up the gut, right? This is just the greatest play <laughs> that man's <laughs> ever the invented. <laughs> I am so exhausted with discourse on this play. It's not even funny. Like, well, how are we possibly, like, 20 games into the 24 games into the... Why Eagles is there even play.
1: discourse on it? Right. I don't understand.
0: It, it was It was legal. They did it. It's the best play ever. The c- competition committee looked at it. It's still legal. It's still the best play ever. There's film. Teams have ways that they try to stop it. They're jumping over Kelsey because they know he goes down. They're knifing into A-gaps. Hurts will just sidestep to Landon Dickerson. He'll sidestep to, to uh, Cam Dragons. Usually it's Dickerson. And he'll just lean forward. And then he lays on top of guys so that he can't be called down. and they grab his cheeks, and they shove him. Like, it's what they do, and it works. I'm sorry the (laughs) Eagles' field is 99 yards, everybody else is 100. They get first and nine, you get first and 10. But they do! Like, this is what they're good at, and they're good at it, and you just gotta live with it. Like, I don't... The fact that people are still talking about this is astonishing to me.
1: I don't even understand what the argument is, and I, like... It's, like, dangerous... I mean, no one has gotten hurt. Run it like people are getting injured right. doing all kinds of things i don't think anyone has gotten hurt doing this play it's unfair well unfair like how because the quarterback is a very has a very strong lower body like that can't be why it's unfair like it's unfair that it's Kelsey. like jamar chase catches long touchdowns because he's right. very fast it doesn't make it uh, yeah like you said other teams have tried this we've seen it this year in college, uh, in the NFL, some of them have had success. Some of, the Colts tried it with Anthony freaking Richardson in week one, and they got stopped short on fourth down. So like it, de- it depends right. on the players you had. Like you mentioned, you have Kelsey, you have Hurts. That makes it a very good play. When you have a very good play, because you have two very good players, you run that play a lot. The other team doesn't have those two very good players. They try to run the play. They can't do it. What are what are we even talking about? I, I honestly do not. I'm so with you. And I don't I like uh, till now I was going to say I don't get worked up about it, but I'm yelling at the <laughs> top of my lungs at uh, 11 o'clock. So I guess I am worked up about it. I, it seems very. Here's here's my read on it. You have like announcers or like some national media types who like they have other people in their lives complaining about it to them. And so then they are just adopting that opinion. But it's like, I still don't understand what the complaint is even about. It has not been a uh, dangerous play. Now, I will say, Kelsey... On the one he got up today, <laughs> he just yeah. seemed like God. Do we still need to be doing this? Like he's probably in so much There's pain. There's one
0: man that he, it costs he, every time. And it's Kelsey. i show you two. It's Kelsey and whoever's <laughs> knees he's diving into. Whoever's playing nose tackle and is just getting 285 pounds just laying on his shins. It's those two guys. Yeah. But I like. It, I couldn't agree he's more. Growing stuff. I like. That. I accidentally stepped on my laptop stand. Wait, I couldn't agree more. Because it's so very clearly like a, a thing we talk about now. Like when
3: yeah. it was new,
1: Why?
0: it was a thing we talked about because it was new. And then it, the, the, we have so far jumped to the shark. It is old news. But it, we still every time have to be like, oh, here it comes. It's such a silly play. Oh, so unfair the girls get to do this. Good, yeah. find a new slant, man. I'm over it.
1: I agree. I'm glad you brought that up. I felt like I was lacking some juice in your last point on the offense, There me like a like an energy. I needed something to be yelling about uh, from this game. Yeah, and and Kelsey has said like many times on record that like the the tush push part of it, he thinks is like a little overrated. I mean, I again, I'm kind of with you. I've been sick of the discourse, so I generally don't pay attention to it. But I know he said that before. Like it's the, it's kind of like the blocking scheme and hurts are the reason it works. And the push is just kind of uh, an added dimension. Now, they did try the uh, <laughs> the wrinkle off of the tush push. Were you yeah. still paying attention at this point? Uh, yeah, I do like that play. You have the, quor- you have the quarterback was. trip. You have the quarterback trip. Everyone stops playing. And then maybe the quarterback gets up and does something. So uh, keep an eye on that one. I also thought... They had a wrinkle earlier where they kind of did a hard count and like the defense was like, wait, are they doing this? Are they not doing this? And they were there for a while and then they called it. Uh, I thought that was a nice change up to it. Yeah. We saw change ups it from it cool uh, last year as well.
0: I think they 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 didn't do it on. They couldn't have possibly done it on silent count. because You have to move so fast. But they did like really large counts, really loud counts. And then you heard Hertz say like, all right, go. It's live. It's live. It's live. And then they did one more hard count and then snapped it like two seconds after that hard count. like. and then go and i don't i don't know how they tempoed it but that's a really smart way to do it because the best way to stop that play is to have momentum as a defense at the snap and so like adding in hard count stuff is is beneficial
1: yeah i thought that was good good job by them we'll see what wrinkles they come up with or maybe no wrinkles because it seems to work so well for them all right let's talk about this defense benny soul's Fun i I'll I'll say absolutely fun defense through three games. I don't know if it's a great defense. I don't know if it's a good defense. I don't know what it is, but absolutely a fun defense through three games, nine drives Four. they force four punts, have two takeaways, have a safety, allow a field goal and allow a Garbanzo beans touchdown. That is just going to, you know, skew the stats, but wasn't really relevant in the grand scheme of things. The Bucks had 12 first downs, and 174 yards. This is the second fewest yards the Eagles have allowed during the Nick Sirianni era. Second to only that 49ers NFC Championship game quarterback oh, yeah. <laughs> by Josh Johnson. I mean, hey, that's pretty good, Sean Desai, in your third, uh, third game on the job. Fewer yards than uh, every game under Sirianni, except for that one. So uh, go, just you start us off. What, what stands out? Like what stood out to you with this uh, defensive performance? I think I know yeah. a couple guys are going to mention, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, there's, there's, there's a large <laughs> young man in the center of this defense named Jalen Carter. All right.
1: I was going to say young. which one. Yeah.
0: yeah no, uh, my two adult <laughs> sons, my two boys, my two big boys just thriving at defensive tackle. Uh, uh, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis were dominant. The Eagles have drafted two defensive tackles in the top 15 in consecutive seasons if you're going to do that you need to have games where those two players just win they just shut down a running game like, all right you can't do this have fun with third and long they need to have games so that they are impactful in terms of generating sacks and turnovers right those are the drive enders, those are the drive killers those are the, the game changers and they had that in this game like uh every single first and 10 run from dave canales and this bucks team was hilarious to me i have no idea what they thought was going to change like I, I, I am not one for the like, always oh, pass on first and 10, like the nerds, whatever. Like I very much believe in having a balance, finding success running the football early. But this was a game where like pretty quickly you had to be like, all right, we're, we're throwing it. This is just not yeah. tenable. We do not have the horses uh, to succeed against this interior. So Carter and and, and Davis, uh, I, I thought a dominant game. I didn't love the safety. I'd bet under 24 and a half Eagles team total. The safety was what made it 25, <laughs> made it 22, and then they kicked a field goal. That one really hurt. That one, and and... For the interception into safe just a ludicrous <laughs> play. Uh and so cost spent some money, but still a really sick one. Um so yeah. Great work by them. Uh Reed Blankenship, the interception. Reed's a good little player, man. Like here he is. Yes, you know, like,
1: I've been yeah. telling you. Yeah, you
0: you've been right Legit, on Good like player. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Zepps, you were wrong. You're still wrong. Reed Blankenship's got it a little bit, for sure. <laughs>
1: First of all, I never planted the compound. I would just say he wasn't as bad as you said. He, I It was a fine player. I, Blankenship, I would tell. I would say, this guy actually makes plays and is a good player if he can stay on the field. I mean, what was that? It's like a split safety look. It's getting the inbreaker from the other side. He reads the yep. QB's eyes and intercepts it. Is that, is that how you saw it?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I, I want to see the... You never know with that weak side safety if he's actually reading the weak side, and then going to play the strong side when the quarterback doesn't throw it. Or if he's baiting, like if it's like a trick and he's always going strong side. So it's a nice thing to be able to see from um, uh, from from the the the, the all 22. But no matter what, it's a good play because he is privy to the fact that that route can come, that he's responsible for that area, and that if he plays it with good tempo, a quarterback like Baker won't just throw it, but he'll also throw it a little bit late. Uh, and so that's, I thought, I, I thought, very well done by Reed. Great play by Reed. That's just good, like film study. That's knowing the Bucks' offense has that round. I thought that was nice. Um, and then the last big major defensive note for me is like the the first day of the James Bradbury nickel experience. Probably not like an enormous test with the way that this passing offense was working, but still good, right? Like 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 they were not. like Chris Godwin was operating from the outside when he was in the slot. He had, I, I think, uh, one pretty significant reception, but otherwise. Uh, it was one third silent. down and catch they, yeah yeah and then they had a trey palmer the rookie speedster in the in the slot for most of the rest of the game you didn't hear much from him um again like i don't think this is a huge uh challenge huge test i think the the teams that the eagles face over the course of the next month are going to continue to test bradbury at nickel and that'll probably be an up and down experience but game one is a check mark uh for i think how bradbury played on the inside joe got picked on a little bit on the outside that's going to happen uh but bradbury i thought in the nickel wasn't a problem you'd like to see it
1: yeah, we, that that's a good point. We we should talk about what they did there because we, we weren't sure coming in what exactly it was going to be. Were they going to give Mario Goodrich another shot? Mario Goodrich inactive uh, for this game. And so he obviously was not an option uh, in this game. So uh, three cornerbacks, they go Bradbury on the inside, Job and Slay on the outside. They also were showing like a big nickel on some base downs where Sidney yeah. Brown was, was uh, coming in there as sort of the uh, the extra defensive back. These snap counts aren't updated that I'm looking at, but uh, he at least had 12 snaps uh, in there, Sydney Brown. So they mixed and matched a little bit, but yeah, the big point is it looks like going forward when you face good passing teams, it's going to be Bradbury in the slot. It's going to be Job on the outside with Darius Slay. And I agree with you. There was that one drive that the Bucks had in the first half where you were like, uh-oh, are they throwing the football uh, a little bit here? Job I think, gave up two third downs, had a pass interference mm-hmm. on that play. Uh, Bradbury gave up a catch to Godwin in the slot. Other than that, I mean, there really was nothing. Baker Mayfield threw for 146 yards and averaged 5.8 yards per attempt. Mike Evans had five for 60. Uh, Chris Godwin had three for 32, which, yeah, I mean, if you're like a Bucs fan, you're like, we could have at least like tested that a little bit more that the guys play in slot I, I, I for was the
0: <laughs> I was not too surprised to see the Bucs come out mm-hmm. with the let's establish the run, let's shorten this game. After the ninth series, I was like, guys, yeah. like, this is very, this is, I think, very silly. Uh, did, like, the scouting report in the Eagles right now, Nicholas Morrow, Zach Cunningham, Josh Job, right? Uh, uh, Justin Evans, who goes down with injury in this game. And so you get Terrell Edmonds out there, you get Sidney Brown out there, like, I don't know how that's not the areas we're trying to hit. I don't know why Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, why we want to make them the important players of this game. Like That just seems to me like a a misappropriation of resources. Jalen Carter for three weeks, 15 pressures, tied for second among all defensive tackles, only two, Jagon Hargrave, who's at first with 18. (laughs) So just barely, just so close to replacing Hargrave one for one. Um, but yeah, 15 pressures through three weeks, ludicrous numbers for rookie defensive tackles. Team high five pressures uh, in this game for Carter. He is, as people were saying during the game, like he's like a top 10 player on the Eagles. He might be a top one Jalen on the Eagles. Like this dude is it, man.
1: I mean, he's an incredible player. <laughs> like that, those that back-to-back plays where he and Fletcher Cox combined for the sack... And then, oh my God, you know, you know, I love a punch. I love a guy who punches the ball out. It's like one of my favorite things in football. Mm-hmm. For him to chase that down, punch it out, be fired up. That came, I think, right after one of the Jalen Hurts interceptions. Like, uh, it's just a fantastic play. I mean, you don't, we don't go, like, sometimes there are great defensive tackles and you can go through a game where you're like, all right, I didn't really notice them. Like, he's not even playing the number of snaps as some of the, other guys and every time he's in there uh you notice it so yeah i mean the the reviews on jalen carter through three weeks could not be any more positive jordan davis again i mean that safety like the back's like oh morrow's coming let me go over here Uh uh-oh jordan davis just collapsed like the entire defensive line uh here in many plays like that i mean they ran 17 times for 41 yards and anytime they ran in the middle uh jordan davis was blowing it up so yeah those two guys are just uh incredible in the middle of the defense i'm sorry you had see i wish you didn't have that bet because to me the safety is like one of the most exciting plays in football when your oh team no, gets was safety. A it's I was so rare
0: yeah at, at yeah. the Derrick time Sly they had, had a nice yet. reaction at the time they were still at 22 it was still like all right maybe okay. you know uh but yeah <laughs> I, I, I i i i'm willing to celebrate a safety i mean the eagles also like multiple turnovers from the box and they get short fields like and it was not a night yeah. for to be under 24 and a half. Uh, Eagles defense, man, still with the high impact turnovers. Like, and yeah, we'll keep saying that that's going to come crashing down because at some point it is going to come crashing down. But hey, another week where, where impactful uh, plays right before the, right the, uh, the the second quarter, you get into the half with a big lead, you can control game script. Nice playmaking defense, man.
1: This one and and today was a little bit different than the first two because it wasn't just sort of the turnovers. And it was like, oh, they're getting cooked otherwise. Uh, Success rate, very good in in this game, better than all but three games last season. They were up over 63%. So that's what you want. You want the down to down you're dominating. And by the way, also, we're going to get these high impact, high leverage plays that are going to totally flip the game. So um, that was a a step in the right direction for sure. I mean, their D line just dominated, like you said, bad bucks game plan. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, how do you not just like you have Evans and Godwin. How are you not just testing Josh Jope, who has barely played uh, in the NFL, or you know, trying some stuff against James Bradbury in the slot? I, I don't get that at all. I know the weather eventually became a factor, but uh, that was not smart game planning by Tampa. All right. What else do I have here? Blankenship, we gave credit to. Jalen Carter, we gave credit to. Jordan Davis, we gave credit to. We mentioned the Bradbury thing. I mean, you're living with Morrow and Cunningham at linebacker and it hasn't killed you yet I, I thought cunningham last week was actually okay i mean my bar for him is not going to be like mm-hmm. is he uh fred warner mine's going to be is he is he can he be like some version of a tj edwards type player and i thought he was pretty good last week until like the final possession uh where that one didn't really count and early on in this game i thought he was uh relatively uh relatively active. So they're listening. He's going to come a week. Morrow, yeah,
0: yeah, neither Cunningham nor Morrow give me ulcers the way that Kaiser White did. They are clearing okay. the the gastrointestinal health bar and I'm pleased by this.
1: All right, Cliff, I think that's your segue because uh Benny Souls just mentioned Kaiser White and I'm sitting at home on Sunday watching uh you know Cardinals Cowboys and I don't like to check my uh, Twitter until there's like a break in games on Sundays. I'm not going on there a lot, like in between seven and eight. I'll go on after the eight o'clock game. I'll go on. And what do I see? Nothing but tweets about when's the next Canon watch? What are you guys going to say about the next Canon watch? So I said, we can't even like wait. We did. People were calling for an emergency pod just to do a Cannon <laughs> watch. So I love it. Uh, Cliff, I'm, I'm turning the floor over to you. What, what do we got here?
3: Welcome back. Oh! Who took the bus? Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. This is Gannon Ball. Don't get that twisted. (laughs) Fellas, man. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. I was was going to come in here and I was going to say Jonathan Gannon was going to blow it against the Cowboys some way, somehow. They had a lead in the second half. But lo and behold, the old ball coach gets his first win as a head coach, right? So, look. How about it? How about this? How about this? And I'm going to look at it this way, right? Because Benny Souls is somewhat of an Eagles fan. So, Ben, you got to fill me on this, right? Listen, yes. they beat the Cowboys of all teams. So, look, if they go 1-16 and they beat the Cowboys, I'm happy because there's only one thing in the NFL <laughs> I hate more than Jonathan Gannon is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, Dak, Kazira White is still making plays for the Birds. He gets the interception for the Eagles in order Great to save the to- Great interception, by the way. Great interception. Dak, I mean, I don't, I don't even know this guy. I don't even know what he's looking at. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy's just throwing <laughs> all types of coverage. He gets the interception, and then he goes to Jonathan Gannon and gives him a hug. It's just it's, it's beautiful. Look, everybody wants me to come in here, kill Jonathan Gannon, you know, you know strike him up for a loss, but really, what we should be doing today is dancing on Dak Prescott. Like, this, this guy, this is unbelievable. This. <laughs> I like, said, say on message. Yeah. Like, listen, listen, 11 and a half point favorites. And you guys blow it against the Arizona. 12 and a half. 12 and a Yeah. 12 and a half by game time. And you guys blow it against the lowly Cardinals led by Jonathan. King.
0: <laughs> I, I, I yo, I, I, this is, a, th- that's There could not have been a better. If you made me pick one game. If you right. maybe pick one game for the Cardinals to win, this would have been a good game to pick. I'm watching that thinking to myself, man, I like through two weeks, the Cowboys like this, Mike McCarthy offense is going. They're starting to get them flowers in the media, whatever. Yep. I guess the Gannon defense, <laughs> that poor of a showing. We're all right, we're going to be good. All right, Eagles, Cowboys. Let's figure out when it is. <laughs> I'm feeling good.
1: Clip to your sure. credit, you you yeah. you did say you did say before the game when yeah. you, you know we asked you. Well, I asked you who are you rooting for, and you did say you want the Cowboys to lose. Yeah. So I think you're you're totally within your rights to uh, be happy of about. It. Listen, Johnny Gaines three and three and zero oh against the spread. <laughs> uh johnny his cardinals that's the biggest up the second biggest upset of the last two years so if you want to clown really? on the cowboys a little bit more just the second second time in the last two years you know what? a team that Fellas, was 12 times more can we clap, it up, more, johnny, can we clap uh, it up for johnny gans on
3: his first win against the Cowboys? can we you want to give it, it up for johnny gans now a, don't just you just a little
1: round of applause yeah give the johnny Gaines gatorade applause. bath he got the team's playing hard listen <laughs> I don't know. I'm at he a loss for favorite. words. I thought it was going to be like the by far the worst team in the NFL, and they've been a competitive team through, yes. uh, through three weeks. So we'll see. It's a long yes. season, but yeah, there you go. So if he was going to win one, that was the game to do it, right? Yes.
3: Yes. So for all the people out there that want us to dance on Johnny Gans, make fun of Johnny Gans, really? We should just be making fun of the Cowboys like we always do. We don't like them. We hate them more than Johnny Gans. <laughs> Listen, Johnny Gans is going to be disappearing from the Cardinals in about a year and a half, like you said, you right? Maybe a year and a half by the middle of 2024, right? Maybe before that, right? May, not the if they keep playing
1: like this cliff i don't know i might be getting dunked on at the end of the season they might be a wild card team or something with josh Dobbs. he might win coach of the year they're one and two they just won his 12 and a half point underdog I'm, I'm a little scared sure. right now i'll Let, be let's, honest let's
3: listen let's pump the brakes because we all know our boy <laughs> like our boy Stephen a says what can go wrong will go wrong with the cowboys and that's exactly what happened on sunday afternoon at four o'clock so what can go wrong did go wrong and that Digger wrong for the Cowboys. And we like that more than we hate Jonathan Gannon. So, look, Johnny Gans finally did us a solid. He finally uh, somewhat, I mean, it's not going to make up for a Super Bowl loss, but he somewhat did us a favor. He got the Cowboys a loss, a L in the loss column. Eagles are 3-0. They're 2-1. We're ahead of the division. I mean like I can I be mad at the guy? Nah, We just got to give him his praise. He got his first win. They sh- they had a little moment. He came and Kaiser hug former Eagles. They dapped, you know, they hugged it up. They're yucking it up. they were having fun on the sideline. So look, man, we 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 going to show Johnny Gans a little 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 sliver of love. But guess what? Next week we right back at it. Don't get, don't get it twisted. We right back at it hating on Johnny Gans for sure.
1: Well, Well, let's lead in with this, because if you want to be mad, if you're saying, all right, I hear what Cliff's saying, but I still want to be mad at Johnny Gans. Johnny Gans, when he coordinated the Eagles defense against Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott completed like 78% of his passes. Average 10 yards per attempt. I mean, just killed. They scored f- over 40 points. The three times the Cowboys faced the Eagles with Johnny Gans. the Cowboys scored at least 40 every time. Where was this performance when he was the <laughs> Eagles defensive coordinator? I don't understand. <laughs> just, just, he needed Dennis Gardek. He needed, he needed one Marco one. Wilson and this
0: Cameron Clark guy. mean dominating. The All answer right. is oh the Cowboys were missing three offensive linemen. But I agree yeah, with you. Great game for the Gannons to win. Congrats to him. The Cardinals seem like they're playing fast, flying around, Hope coached well, loving 16. it.
1: Yeah.
0: Cardinals got the Niners in San Francisco next week. We are right yeah. back. Okay, don't worry. We are <laughs> fine on game. I'm a little
1: shook here, Benny Souls. I don't know what that line's going to be. I might need to just to reverse the juju, pick the Cardinals to cover uh, in that game. I'm tired of losing on my pick. I'm 0-3 with my Cardinals picks. This year I picked hey, against hey, it hey, every hey.
3: week. Chill, chill. That just you you know, Cardinals,
1: right. Niners.
0: Cardinals, Niners is fourteen points right now.
3: That's crazy. And, Shil, oh, that just means you were right about Josh Dobbs, too. He should have been a backup for the Eagles. As you said, he should have been a backup for the Eagles. Thank you. This is Marcus why I like Mario. you
1: as a producer, Clive. This
3: Josh is why you're shredding. the best producer. Low key. Low key. Josh he's, well. he's a baller. Dude. I like him. Unlike Mariota, who quit on the team last year, I like Josh Dobbs, who knows
1: <laughs> the situation he's <laughs> Mar- in. Mariota <laughs> just <laughs> catching oh. one here. Mariota's oh. Mar- oh. like, I'm not even
3: playing. Yeah, yeah, he quit he quit on the team last year. Josh Dobbs is out there on a on a bad team and still balling, <laughs> giving full effort, ya. going crazy, running for twelve yeah. plus chunk yards every time he runs. Shout out to Josh Dobbs, man. Yeah. And, and listen, we're gonna give Johnny Gans one one little rose today, just cause, you know, he did his okay. thing. He did he did a favor for us versus the Cowboys. So we can't be mad. Listen, if Eagles fans are mad at me about celebrating Johnny Gans, getting a dub against the Cowboys, there's something wrong with them.
1: That's that's how I'm gonna put it. No, I think they'll like it. I think they'll approve of this segment. Exactly. I think exactly. you spun listen. it uh you spun it perfectly here. As so the there captain, you go. There's our Gannon Watch.
3: As as the captain of the Philadelphia uh major professional <laughs> sports club teams, whatever, Eagles, Phillies, Somewhat <laughs> Flyers, uh Sixers, somewhat sixers, I guess. As the captain of that boat, <laughs> listen, we we gotta give Gans' flowers this week. <laughs> but right back next week is we Absolutely. we we back to the hatred. We back to the hatred. Don't worry about it. Be right back at it.
1: There you go. I love it. Awesome. Another another great addition there uh, (laughs) of Gannon. Watch lived up. There you go. People say you didn't even have to wait for the week. We're doing it during the post game pod because that that's what it demanded. That's what you called for. All right, Benny Souls. Did I miss anything with this game? Do you have any other takes on Eagles box? They're three and zero. They got the Commanders next week. You got a line for that? What is it? Seven. Eagles Uh, by favorite by seven ish. Eight, seven, eight. I'm guessing. Like that, I mean,
0: I they, they closed it before the game because they want to see stuff. Seven and a half. Eagles are favorites at home. Seven and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Howell is currently on record-setting pace for number of sacks taken. Eagles Took defense lines coming into town. Yeah, gonna be a fun day. Um, Covey, Covey, nice punt return. Third phase special teams. Always, always write that down. Always get keep an eye on that. Uh, other than that, no chopping away. Uh, this is a uh, uh a good football team. That uh, is getting better, is ironing out the new stuff from this season, is dealing with a little bit of Super Bowl hangover, is on a bit of a downswing and low the 3-0. and Like, they're winning games. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. It's nice to see.
1: The Cowboys thing is a good lesson. Like, the Cowboys played terrible. It looked like in the fourth quarter, all right, they played terrible, but they're going to come back. They're going to get the win here. They didn't. And so now you're the Eagles and you have a one game lead over them. And if it comes down to playoff positioning, one of those teams is going to be the division winner, potentially the one seed or the two seed. The other one is going to be a wildcard team. And so piling up those wins, even when you're not maybe playing your best football, uh, definitely matters. I'm excited about this defense. I'm excited to watch this defensive film. Uh, They can always run the ball and we'll see uh, if they continue to make moves. In the passing game. All right, let's finish with this. Solak, we had a segment, uh, a nonsense segment last week when EJ was on, where I was telling the story where I have a friend who he says before he goes to bed every night he changes into a new pair of boxers. Whether he showers or doesn't shower, he likes the freshness of a new pair of boxers before he goes to bed. What are your, What are your thoughts? Are you like I'm going to go? And I said I kind of adopted it. I said you know what, that's kind of nice. He thinks it's gross to whatever you were wearing all day to then go to bed in that. He says you should change before you get a bed. Go to well, bed. What does he do when he wakes up? Repair. Okay. Well, see, this is why you're in a, you're
2: that that young mind, that Analytics. young fresh mind right, with the following
1: Okay. 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 So, good question. He showers in the morning. Now, my friend said, and this appalled us. That he will go in the shower, he'll put the boxers on the towel rack. And then he will put those boxers back on after the shower. To which everyone in his life said, "Dude, you can't be doing that." Including Cliff, who was a like Cliff segment uh, during that show, has gotten uh, all kinds of accolades, might win an award. Ben, so the friend this understands carefully. now. Please answer this carefully. This, that oh, was I a- got you, Cliff. Cliff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. So, so anyway, to follow up on my friend, he said, "You know what? I've learned the error of my ways. Everyone's clowning on me." He stole one of my lines, which is, you need to have good friends because your friends will tell you when you're doing something absurd, and they'll be like, you can't be doing that. And so he just put like a bulk order for some for boxers. He's gonna have all kinds of boxer inventory, so now he can change into the new pair when he goes to bed, take the shower in the morning, and then put on another new pair. So he's gonna be going through a lot of boxers. When this man discovers, they don't don't take up that much space. Blow
0: his mind. When this individual, a a little bed short, people put shorts on to go to bed. And just get the same feeling of freshness while also not needing to cycle through boxers and then put them on a towel rack. Horrible. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm shocked you've remained <laughs> friends with this individual.
1: A bed short. See, I only knew one guy who did the bed short and there were these old raggy like mesh shorts that he would wear to bed. Is is that what the bed short is or is the bed short like yeah. a boxer short?
0: No, it's just, okay. you, you do regular shorts, you do boxer shorts, whatever. I'm a briefs man. Okay. And so for me, like... Okay. We're not sleeping in that situation. And so I'm putting on a pair of shorts. I feel nice, real fresh. And then I'll wake up, take a shower, put on a clean pair of underwear after a shower. (laughs) All right. That's a pretty (laughs) integral part of my day. And then we keep it running.
1: All right. So the the bed shirts. Yeah, I don't mind the brief to bed, but I did have multiple people, multiple listeners say, no, they want to be a little more free for bed. And then during the day, they want to be a little more enclosed with I the don't, brief,
0: so I don't understand how you possibly put on the same pair of underwear after a shower as you had on before. No, and that's, that's outrageous. I don't know how he
1: was doing that. Yeah, that was the one thing that it was 100% disapproval rating yeah. by everyone. To his credit, uh, he's changing. It's ways. All right, Cliff. You have anything to? Uh, are you happy with? You're happy with Benny Souls's? You were you were nodding to the bed short. Are you a bed short man? I don't remember I you, mean, yeah, you. You didn't yeah, mention you the have, bed short. You gotta
3: have the shorts on the side, ready to go. The boxers okay. thing just feels like a waste of a clean boxer. That's my only exactly. issue. Exactly. That. That's, mm. that's, that's that. So, this man
0: does like the environment, dude. Exactly. I don't know about it's this. Not like you're sh- it's not like
3: you wearing a. It's like you wearing shorts outside. You going? You know what I mean like you're not making any moves with the okay. shorts? You're not going to the store with the shorts, so. You could wear them, you know. You put them off to the side, wear them to
1: bed. Have, so you could you know, have be, multiple wears of the bed short without washing cor- the bed short. You're correct,
3: telling correct. You. correct. You know what I mean? Make put uh-huh, it in well the load every, yeah, okay. every week. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then uh, you don't need to waste boxers every every single night you go to hmm. bed. Like that just sounds crazy to waste boxers every single night you All go right. to bed. But Benny Souls, he he answered correctly. It's my guy he came through for okay. me. So shout out to Benny Souls. Yeah. Come on, come on.
1: Yeah. All right. New twist, the bed short. Uh, re- rate, review, subscribe. Let us know how you feel about the bed short. All right. By the way, not, nobody needed to see that Rondé Barber play. I was in the stands for that bad boy. What are you trying? I mean, I don't know. Now, I, like I said, I grew up he's in He's still Spain. running. I don't care anymore. Yo, he's still running. You don't need to bring up those memories of little of, you know, what year was that? Two, that was what? 2001? 2003. 2003. 2003. 2003. Uh, well, it well, was the Panthers one season. and the Bucks one.
3: Two thousand two season, yeah. but it was in the year two thousand three, I believe. If I'm, if I'm not yeah, well, wrong, let me here, now check. we now
1: we got to look that up. We can't we can't get that wrong. Eagles, Bucks, NFC Championship game. I was
0: I, I don't have a memory of it. Yeah. So I was young, young.
1: Yeah 2000, 2003, two thousand three. You're right. You're yeah. right uh, there, Cliff. So I was how about 20, 20 year old? You don't need to bring back memories of twenty year old. Shield watching that games in the stands. Uh. There, come on. No need to be doing that. All right, Ronde Barber. We'll finish. That, with that. that was that must have been a
3: horrific the- night, by the way, too. Like you was just chilling in the stands while Ronde Barber. Joe Jarvis was going crazy on the Eagles. That yeah that had to be like just like the bane of like Philadelphia sports existence right there. Yeah, I, that's like, why I, Well, like, yes. <laughs> there's only so many games I can remember that could be like horrific like that. Like maybe if you was in some somehow in Toronto for the game seven Kawaii shot, or maybe if you yeah. was um at the Rams one or at the uh no, the, nothing the will match one. this one.
1: That yeah, no, like I, that I mean, one. nothing will match this one. I actually remember it. I actually wrote a column in the school paper at Penn State about the experience of going to that game because when the game ended, like you would expect the thought was like, Oh my gosh, Eagles fans are gonna burn the city down after that loss. Everyone was too sad, too depressed. It was mostly quiet and and don't forget that was the last game at Veterans Stadium. We're like, so a lot of old heads like us, we're like, man, that's, that's a, all right, fine. That's our last experience there. That's fitting. I remember this one guy walked this, the last thing I'll say, walked through like the double doors, and you know, it's got the overhang over. He jumps up, slams it, and goes, this is the most bleeping, depressing city in America. And everyone's like, yeah. And then, like, yeah. everyone just walked quietly to their cars into the night, convinced that they would never, wa- never see an Eagles team win the Super Bowl. Because if it didn't happen that year, when could it possibly happen? happen. So that's what I, uh, so yeah, those are the memories of Rondé Barber that we did not needed to get ginned up as they say the All right. That'll do it for this episode of the ringers Philly special. Thank you to everyone for listening. We will be back at some point this week, next week. We got Philly's playoff games, Cliff. We need to huddle about that. We got a lot coming on the feed. So rate right Red October, you, baby run. red October, do all that stuff. Orion Kirkering. Oh my God, I should have led with that, Cliff. How about that young man coming up? Going to be a difference maker in the playoffs. All right. Thank you to Solak. Thank you to Ace Brucer, Cliff Augustine. Uh, Thank you for everyone who has uh, offered feedback on the boxer rotation. Uh, We appreciate that. That feedback will continue to come in. We'll talk to you in a couple days on the Ringers Philly Special.
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. one 800 9 Within 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in the week. Virginia. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1800gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24/7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8hopeNY or text hopeNY in New York.
3: There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit Honda.com slash prologue to learn more.
2: This episode is brought to you by State Farm.